The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Join our intrepid heroes as they ride the wave of Calvin's glorious sermon after reconsecrating the grounds of the church. This session begins with them confronting the local guards as they approach several citizens in the stockades. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher Radio, Google+, Bing, all over the place. We are continuing here with our Curse of Strahd adventure, and the people who are playing that adventure, we're going to say hi, starting with... Hi, everyone. You got me before I, I took a drink. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Noctra, the human paladin. And this is Kurt. I am playing Teelan. He is a half-elf wild magic, wild mage sorcerer. And I am Joe, playing Calvin, the human cleric of Pelor. And JJ here. I'll be playing Strahd this campaign. Oh, cool. He's, he hasn't really visited us yet. Not yet, no. That's sure. kind of good so far for us. I think we should visit him when we're, like, level, I don't know, 15? Maybe. Something like that. Um. We had a fun last episode. We started with uh, retrieving the bones, the, the, uh, the bones, bringing the bones back, getting the bones, yeah. and then bringing them back to the church. We started uh, with rolling initiative. Well, see, my highlight was that Calvin was able to preach, so that was a big plus. Yeah, it's at the end. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to jump straight to that, so somebody else should take the before that. So we started off rolling initiative, taking care of two vampire vampires spawn. spawn. In the attic of the coffin maker's house, or shop, excuse me, went downstairs. Teelan, you know, got a little thug on him, scared him, and as a result, we found out that it had been Count von Schrod. No. What's the count that hired oh, him? The rich man who had hired him and paid him was von Vasily. Somebody von Vasily, I believe. Had paid him to board up, board up the windows in his attic. We also found a teleportation rune in that room. But he paid him with Strahd Vasily money. von Holtz, excuse me. It was Vasily yeah. von Holtz. He paid him with Strahd money, which is like a weird exchange rate to real money. That's right. Yeah. Also, how can you explain that combat without mentioning the fact that I turned into a freaking plant? You turned into a plant. It, actually, and then, and then I ended up on the us, astral plane. Would you tell us in the, the potted plant's voice how the combat went? I don't know. I was a freaking potted plant. I was trying to hit him with one leaf. I was trying to hit him with the other. Nothing was happening. And all of a sudden, I'm out in this like totally chill, peaceful astral plane, dude. And then, boom, I'm right back. And there's freaking vampires like dying everywhere. And then you stab one. I did stab one, which was unfortunate because like then I got chewed on. Yeah. Yeah. But we finished them off um, with Noctra actually using a thunderous boom from her blade, which Ooh, made the windows, the windows blow out. Daylight came in. Um, the vampires kind of burst into flame or flame on. Flame on. Flamed on. And then dead. Uh, we cleared the area, did the interrogation of uh, Mr. Coffinmaker guy, uh, found and the, uh, the strawed money, and then we brought the bones back to the church. Where Calvin had a glorious day. It was really, really nice for him. It is natural element. Yep, a natural element with a natural 20 on the die. Put the, um, the light of Palor into many people. Only after we consecrated the church. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that thing, too. I told bones. you I was going to keep jumping straight Just to that saying. sermon. It was an awesome sermon. It was an awesome sermon. It was. Uh, many people felt the light. I'm pretty sure someone fell down into tongues. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. You splash a little cold water on them. They're fine. Then we left the church, right? Yeah, the cold water, by the way, creates a nice ripple effect on the ceiling when the light shines through it. Go, Pelor. Go, Pelor. Yes. We found uh, seven asses. <laughs> People yeah. with donkey okay. heads, yes. Seven nails to... Yeah, well, we back through the gallows, yeah. We mentioned the invitation from Strahd. We did get that. We got yeah, a letter. We got from the letter from Strahd inviting us to another freaking buffet. Um, so I think we take his invitation second. Yes. We don't so, want to be the buffet. No. On our way to see the lady who sent us the first invitation, the creepy, dirty guy who's still following us. And we did get to the center of town where Mickey was just mentioning. We saw the gallows with, was it Stockades. 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 Stockades, right, because the fruit, uh, Calvin was going to throw a piece of fruit at the kids because they were, you know, talking bad about that festival. But, um, were there three kids? 
two kids. Two kids. Okay. Three adults. Because three I know men. we were concentrated on the kids, and I couldn't remember the number. Two. But yeah. Uh, and uh, Noctra was uh, trying to get at them when we saw to get at them to free them Correct. when we saw the proprietor Irwin from the uh, the inn uh, who was trying to get her attention. And, and he's shaking and his head vigorously, no, right. and uh, making a come here motion. Right. So Teelan is kind of nudging Noctra and saying, not now, not now. Let's go, not now, Let's go when? talk with Erwin. Well, let's talk with him first. He, obviously, something's going on here that we don't understand. Or he at least has something to tell us. I think, Noctra, we should go find out what he has. The kids aren't going anywhere, you see? They're all... Oh, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? You think... <laughs> She's going to unwillingly back away, but telling the guards. The guards ease up their spears. I I was just thinking for a cool side effect, if I had had the spell, the thing like purify food, you could purify all the rotten fruit uh, fruit, so they wouldn't be throwing rotten fruit at them anymore. So nice, hard, fresh apples. Good idea. They would want to eat them instead of throwing them, right? I'm watching you too. (laughs) So let, let's find out what Irwin's got to tell um, us. So he's like, come, come, into, into the inn. Not out here. And, Irwin, uh, he he beckons and he, he turns and leaves. Do you follow him? She's not wanting to leave sight of the children. She cares for children. Go, Pedro. Are we going or are we staying? I'm, I'm going. We need to know the information he's got. All right. So you follow him into his uh, inn which I have brought up here on the Roll20 map using uh, Joe's graciously provided TV. And uh, he pulls you back into the kitchen area um, out of the main room. And he, uh, you know, leans in conspiratorially. And he's like, you can't, you can't do that. If you had done that, you would have been exiled from the town. Why? The Burgomaster is the law here. And he put those kids and their parents into the stockades. This happens often? It happens far too often. Maybe this Burgomeister needs a lesson in how to properly lead a town. He does an alright job considering, but I didn't want you to do that because I think you have much good to do here considering what you've already done. And I didn't want you to be exiled from here. He's like... Me and mine will go under to cover a night and let them loose. As long as you free them before tomorrow sunrise, I'll let this one go. Okay. Huh. Roll, me, roll me an intelligence check real quick. Do, do, do. I have like minus one intelligence. You have a positive modifier on your intelligence. You have a one. I think it's zero. No, it is. It's a one. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, he said, "Me and mine." You've only ever seen him. He and his wife here. Mm-hmm. That isn't. That didn't make sense. What do you mean, you and yours? Who else is part of this clandestine group? Um, we are. Uh, we call ourselves the keepers of the feather. They flock together. What? Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> I got an eyebrow. Uh, you actually have two of them. Oh, 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 she didn't even read it from the paper. Uh, Who are the keepers of the feather? There you go. Um, we've been watching over you. Over us? Watching over us? Yeah. Why? Does that include the creepy, dirty guy who watches us on the street? That is uh, Lady Walker's manservant, and no. Okay. Would um, this feather happen to be a crow feather? Definitely not a crow feather. It was a raven. Raven. Yes, it was a raven feather. So the raven. Um, so the ravens that have been watching us, is that you guys? It is. My family and I are were ravens. Uh, were ravens. They're yes. ravens, huh? You turn into ravens. Yes. And so what? what's with dropping me? <laughs> I was waiting at the for that. stock at the the gallows. What do you mean? What was you trying to catch my brother? 
I was just was wondering what the heck it was. I didn't was know a, it was your brother. It was a glorious tackle. And why have you been watching over us? Because we think you were the hero's long prophecy to defeat Strahd and allow us to leave this land. I keep telling them we're Palos chosen. I'm glad somebody agrees. <laughs> and why do you think that? Many travelers have come through here. Surely we're not the first. It is all we can do to keep our hopes up. You are not the first heroes we've helped, and I really, really hope you're the last. There are few that bask in the light of Paylor as we do. Go, Paylor. <laughs> bask in something. Hmm. Bask in Robbins. Basket case. Well, we were planning on going to dine with Lady Voxer tonight. Is there anything you can tell us about her that might be helpful? Anything we should be aware of? Don't eat the fish. Be wary of her. She has designs upon this town. Does she work with Strahd? Everyone works with Strahd in some manner. It's the only way to survive in this land. Um, but I do know that she ha- wants to take over this town from the Burgomaster. Mm. Oh. She thinks she would be a much better ruler. What do you think, Raven Man? I don't get into it. I keep out of the politics so that I can keep this place as a safe haven. All right. So free those children. Hey, so we reconsecrated the uh, St. Andal's Church today? We felt that. Thank you. How about a free uh, flagon of dragon? You want some dragon's crush? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I suppose we could do that for you. <laughs> Excellent. Around on me, then. <laughs> Great. So are we going to turn around and walk out on our way back to... Madam W's. And uh, you noticed that uh, Rictavio's corner is now empty. What happened to Rictavio? He left in a hurry this morning. Something about La Vida Loca and he was gone. I thought he was always here. Interesting. I mean, he's been bringing in some patronage and he had free room and board, but his room is empty and he's gone. Hmm. Well. Huh. Uh, is it dinner time? Should we think about heading to Lady Vokter's? Sure. Sounds so like halfway, a plan. She's going to stop halfway out the, the door and say, hey, to the crow, to the raven guy. So why did the scarecrow win an award? I don't know. Because he was outstanding in his field. I got him. Speaking of scarecrows. Mm-hmm. Um, there are scarecrows in this land that attack, that have killed my brothers. Be wary of those. We will. How can we tell them apart from regular scarecrows? They're not wearing medals. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't. That's, that's why they're so dangerous. One of our cards from Madam Ava talked about scarecrows. Exactly. Do you remember? I do remember that one of the cards spoke of Madam Ava. I don't remember the text offhand. Got hit in the head, you see, back in the house. She said she saw a garden dusted with snow, watched over by a scarecrow with a sackcloth grin. Look not to the garden, but to the guardian. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe. Sounds like a creepy scarecrow to me. Agreed. Agreed. Does that mean anything else you specific take to you? One out? If the only snow that's here right now is up on the mountain, so I guess you got to get higher in elevation to get the snow. Hmm. Sounds like that may be in our future. Agreed. You have to head up to the hills to see the wizard at some point, I think, if I recall. Oh, the mad mage? The mad mage. Yes. He's in the foothills, I believe. Sooner or later, we'll be off to see that wizard. So before we head out, I'm going to... Okay, so Teelan's going to kind of adjust his couple of daggers and things, make sure his belt and all of his holy Holy symbols... Holy crap, you carry weapons? I I do. (laughs) (laughs) I've got two daggers, my staff. Uh, Just kind of make sure everything is set before we head into what we know is a potentially dangerous situation. Fair enough. I will make sure I have my forks and my knives. So. Because it's food. <clears throat> and I don't know that the time is up, but I'll make sure my mage armor is effective. Sure. At the eight-hour mark, we'll re-up the um, 
Yeah. Mage armor. All right. So um, you shower up, get, you know, purdied. You put on your Sunday best or whatever. And uh, you make your way on. to Lady Walker's house. Um, uh, the gentleman that was grimy and dirty, he invites you in. And he brings you to a sitting area and tells you to sit. And there's a kettle and tea already there. Is this on, a big mansion or is this it is a, a house? It is, it is a big mansion. I mean, allow me to... Allow me to mansionize. Allow me to mansionize you. We're going to go to the mansion. Wow, it's got a pentagram. That's a nice start. Yeah. Is that the sitting room? That's not the sitting room, no. <laughs> if you would scroll up, my good sir. Yeah, I could do that. To the ground floor. That's what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that, the that That's floor? what you call the... Uh, no, that's the, first flo- that's the second floor. There we that's go. the ground floor. Oh, they've got a garden and everything out there. Yeah. Okay. So it's fresh food. And there's, a, there's like I said, there's a kettle and there's some teacups and you know, there's still steam rising from the um, kettle. And uh, this is the oh. sitting room. And uh, he says, you know, sit here, drink, be merry. The lady will be with you shortly. I don't appreciate being followed, Shorty. Well, there you go, then. It was necessary. One must ascertain your skills. He said you're fat. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to see her kick his ass. Can I um, kind of smell the tea or check it for any poisons or anything weird that... Sure. Might be Go ahead and roll me a perception check. There used to be like herbalism in three five and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There still is poison um, with a with a thief or the okay. the rogue. Twenty one total. Twenty one. Um, as far as you can tell, this seems to be a nice Earl Grey. <laughs> Hot. Right. In that case, I'll sip sip away and wait. All right. And. Uh, um, and the lady sweeps in, and uh, you know she's very grand in her um, attire. Uh, very stern looking, though. Here's a picture of her. Oh, that's definitely a stern look. Yeah, not not a not Eight an attractive lady. No. She and looks like uh, an evil librarian. She goes, "Come, a fantastic dinner awaits." <laughs> yeah. JJ has Skept- a really funny look on his face You're right up. now. <laughs> I'm just skeptical. Skeptical? That's what the hag said. Her pies were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they ended up to have little bones in them. Oh, that's what always gets stuck in my throat then. <clears throat> I don't like you. I apologize. What can I do to make it better? I don't know yet. <laughs> Perhaps if you Maybe. were to put some shrubbery inside, she could beat around the bush. <laughs> yeah. Lady Vokter, it was kind of you to invite us here this evening, but I'm not sure why you wanted to dine with us. Oh, I have a business proposition. Come, come. We have some peasant on, I mean peasant on the menu. <laughs> some peasant on the menu? <laughs> Slip of the tongue. She meant peasant, not pheasant. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll follow her. <laughs> does it smell like people cooking in it the house? It does not smell like people cooking okay, in the house. It, it does smell like uh, you get that pheasant, that, that greasy sort of bird smell. Okay. Um, and it, it, it's a nice seven-course meal. How would so we you, know what people cooking smells like? You don't? Go, Baylor. You haven't been sacred flamed by him yet? I know what people cooking smells like. Yeah. He, he works for a crematorium. Why not? So as far as we can tell, nice normal meal. We can just dine without worrying. Yeah, and uh, some general, you know, just some pleasant conversation. She tells you all about the town, um, you know, how the the mayor is ruining it um, with course. these. Yeah, he's bankrupting the coffers. He's increased taxes exorbitantly so he can keep throwing these useless festivals. Um, Great. So she has a negative um, campaign against the mayor right now. Well, the burgomaster. 
Um, she's just slinging mud in her ads. Yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, she. Uh, he's definitely working with the devil's stride. I mean, it's like, do you know he eats children? I only eat adults. So what is the proposition? I want you to help me eliminate the mayor. Why? What will be in that for us? You would have free room and board in my home. So what makes you think that you would be better for this town than the mayor? What do you have in mind for these people? Not wasting their tax dollars on a festival every week. What would you do instead? I would help the people, train them to be better for themselves. I would allow us to leave Valaki proper, farm the outlying lands. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Did you say the festivals were ridiculous? It's the blazing sun! And last week's was the wolf head jamboree. But that's useless! <laughs> this is Baylor, for goodness sakes! I have no not of what you speak. Oh, I'm done here. Toss down the fork and the napkin, stand up, and step away from the table. And um, the two nicely dressed gentlemen I spoke of the last time where you guys were in the inn, uh, they come stumbling in there. You know, you can, you can smell the reek of alcohol. And, you know, Mother, what is, what are you doing? Mother? Huh? Mother? Hmm? Yeah, this is our mother. What, 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 is she, what is she trying to get you to do now? We're just having a dinner, a chat with her over dinner. Oh, God. Not, another one of her plans. When you say another one, what else has your mother plotted? I mean, she just, she's, been, she's got it out for the Burgomaster. I, mean, I assume that's what this is about. Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, Ever since dad died, ever since dad died, she's had nothing to occupy her time. And none of the ladies in town like to gossip, and she's trying to shush them. None of the ladies in town like to gossip with her. She has no friends, and just just hear her out and be gone. Have others come before us? What do you mean? Has she had dinner with others who have agreed to her plot? Who turns down free food? Who've agreed to this plot? Obviously, no one who's been successful. The Burgomaster's still here. Hmm. I didn't quite care for the onion soup myself. Do you have anything, Tillin? Truk? I mean, I would... uh, (laughs) Tillin? I would not be talking in front of her, but I would try to express... I don't really see any advantage for us in helping her based on what she's told us. We don't need free room and board that badly. No, we don't. And we and don't the know. Pheasant was overcooked. And we haven't heard the Burgermeister side of the story. Although I am a little surprised that Nocto's not ready to knock. I him have off. two. I have two charges left on my. Um, is it Channel Divinity? Divine right. Sense. Divine Excuse Sense. All right. What are you looking for? What I uh, always look for. You don't sense any undead here, uh, but you do sense a uh, a fiend. In the, in the area. Fiend in this area. So, how would, how would we do it? Um, you just got up, threw your stuff down. Well, yeah, I'm standing behind the chair now. I'm going to insult the festival of the Blazing Sun. Come on. Standing up, talking to the drunk guys who tell me that she's been trying to do this plan before. Mm-hmm. So, that's when she would do her divine sense and then you see her just kind of like tense up and turn her to, to the uh, lady and to be like, there's a fiend in this house. What dark magic are you practicing under this roof? I have no... How dare you insult me? You are no longer welcome here. Leave. Either you show us where this fiend is and we take care of I it or we go through this. you. And Nikolai, get them gone. Who's Nikolai? Her son. Nope, we're finding this fiend. Uh, I didn't much care for the greens either. <laughs> Come on, Tilin, we've got work to do. So you're just going to stop around her house? Mm-hmm. She's now leaving and calling for the guards. Can I tell where it is? 
No, you don't. You don't get a direction. You get a sense that there's within sixty feet of you, but it's not like echolocation. Can I tell that I'm in the middle of it? Could it be the dirty little cat that's been following us? <laughs> Could be. So you guys are. We are. We're in this room. If I can ever. We are um, on the west side, I think. You're at the right? table currently. Right. Hey, look at that. There's Not a big old icon of somebody. Why won't let me resize it? Magic. Ah, um, so, are we just going to try to walk around the house? Is I don't know what goal? else to do. I think we should try to talk to one of the sons more, away right. from the mother. So go ahead. They're drunk, but I mean, I think we should see if we can ask Nikolai about uh, his mother's magic. Okay. Can I use a? Uh, I, mean, I don't know if I need to roll or not, but I guess I would just want to pers- kind of persuade him to talk to me and let us know what, if anything, she's doing here that would be of concern. All right, go for it. Uh, let's see, that is going to be 15, 18 total. I mean, they don't know much about her, their mother's machinations, just entertain her because, uh, she's been broken ever since her husband died. And I mean, she's just a shell of the once great woman she was. But they're not aware of, I mean, I can't get anything out of them about the fiend or anything. No, there's nothing. They don't know anything about a fiend. They, they, they think that just... Paladin ladies crazy. Paladins don't know nothing about fiends. I mean, it, it seems to me, if the only point of this exchange was for us to help her against the Burgermeister, I don't see that she's made a convincing case of that to me. Yeah, she's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And I did not care for the food very much. Like do you guys want to just take our leave? What she are we ins- supposed to do? She insulted the blazing sun. Bitch. I mean, I think we may see her again, but for now, I'm not sure that there's anything we need to do here. Okay. So you vacate the premises before the guards show up? Is she still on the porch shouting 911? Yeah. Okay. Somebody call 911. I think on the way out, I would apologize for my friends and say, we appreciated the invitation and the food was wonderful, but we really have to go. Bye-bye. All right. The food was not really wonderful. (laughs) It's my plus four to charisma Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. That's my plus. Who gives plus a damn? Um, Go, Pedro. Where are we going? It's probably uh, <coughs> about time to settle in for the night somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think um, Calvin feels more comfortable at the inn now, knowing that the ravens are watching over the place. Okay. Sounds good to me. Plus, gets us one day closer to the festival. <laughs> it does. Are we going to go see Strahd before the festival it's or like- after? It's like Christmas. I get to wake up and poof, there's a festival. <laughs> so a festival at this point would be tomorrow, right? Uh, if we go one night of rest, it's the day after. Because it was two days. Or at least on our current day, it was two days away. So, yeah. So maybe we can go see Strahd tomorrow and have the festival the next day if we're alive. As a celebration of being alive. As a celebration of that which is payload, yes. Of course. I think it's great. Does Paylor have a... Counter, like, uh, is there a god of darkness who would be opposed to Paylor? Well, once you have light, you must have darkness. Remember the sermon I told right. you. I mean, is there you someone? You cannot have darkness <laughs> without light. Is there someone out there like you, but for the god of darkness? Possibly. I'd be like, I'd like to get you guys together and just have a flagon and watch what happens. I've had <laughs> plenty of people who thought they were against the light, like you guys, before you came over yeah. to the light side. I'm not against the light. I just uh, it'd be fun to watch someone who was. It's it's hard to be light and brooding. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll head back to the Blue Water Inn. Okay. Um, the night passes fairly uneventful until about midnight, when screams can be heard from coming outside the town. Outside the town. Outside the town. Um, and you hear the sounds of. Um, what well, sounds like a large cat, you know, you know, uh, roaring. Is this something, 
would we get up and run out to check it out? Out to you. Mm-hmm. Outside of yeah. town, we're in the center of town. Mm-hmm. So we probably have a little while to run. Mm-hmm. And probably not enough time to regain anything from a rest. So, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we've woken up, so. Yeah. And uh, you get to the, the, the town walls, and you can, cl- you can scale the, uh, the outside wall, the palisades. And outside is a Vistani encampment that uh, appears to be on fire and just general chaos. And the screams and roaring can be heard from that corner of the uh, environment. <clears throat> what about the cat? Do we see anything? You don't see anything. You just hear uh, what sounds like a large cat. Let's go help. Yeah, and they were nice to us. We should yes. go try to help. Uh, the guards refuse to open the gates for you. And they tell you if you go out tonight, you will not be let back in until morning. That's fine. <clears throat> that is fine. The light of Paylor will go with us. <clears throat> right, so and you guys jumping on off the shield, off, uh, off the wall? Hmm? You're jumping off the wall? I'll do the use my shield as an umbrella. Well, he said they said they would open the doors. They just no. wouldn't let us. They said back the, in. The, the doors will not open tonight. Right. So if you're going to go help, you must jump off a forty foot wall. Well, oh, 40 that doesn't feet? make any sense. We'd have to walk. We have to get him to open the door. They will not open the door. Can we open the door? You just walk close it. You could tie, tie a rope if you want and climb down, but they will not open the door. Oh, will they let it at least hold the rope so that I don't fall to my death? You can tie it off. No, no, cut it off once you get down to the bottom. Why don't I? I'll hold the rope. I have uh, wings of flying. All right, and, fine. Uh, Let's use Whatever they're called. And I can just float down at the end. It was uh, boots, wasn't it? Boots of flying, yeah. Boots, levitation, and flying or whatever. Let's do that. Sure. Off we go. I can't what those are called. Right. Roll me athletics check just to see. Mm-hmm. A three. Three? Ooh, I got 20. Athletic strength? Athletics is strength. 11. No, no, no. Uh, no. You, you're flying. You're, you're, you're oh, fine. Right, right, right. right. Uh, Seven. Take 2d6 damage as you fall. <clears throat> Winged boots. Seven. Okay. You're supposed to hold on to the rope. Yeah, I guess it slipped. That's when you use plate mail to try to hold on to the rope. <laughs> it's all the greasy pheasant on your hands. Yeah, probably. I told that uh, you it was over. Calvin gets down, no problem, yes. and Calvin is able, or Thielen. Uh, the other Calvin. Thielen's <laughs> able to Peter get down Pan as well. Like. <laughs> okay. I haven't had much occasion to use my winged boots, but this is very helpful. It's yeah. a good one, yeah. Are you going to keep uh, flying for the time being? I am. How long does it last? Ten minutes, an hour? Up to four hours. Good gosh. One minute minimum. Boots regain two hours of flying capability for each 12 hours without use. Okay. So they're fully charged right now. Yeah. So I need to keep flying around for at least a minute. Cool. Right. Um, and I have a flight uh, speed of 30, so it's like as if I were walking. But basically. you could also fly one inch off the ground if you wanted, right? True. And make it look like you're just walking on air. True. So or you if guys... you follow Palo, you could be walking on sunshine. I was waiting <laughs> right? for that. <laughs> I don't feel good. Hey. Hey. How Go far away is the encampment? Is it close? Uh, it's, it's probably <laughs> maybe a five-minute run. Okay. How fast of it is it for flying? What was your fly speed? It's actually only 30 feet. So oh, yeah, you get nothing special there. Right. You just won't trip at all. Exactly. Cool. Which at night is good. Yeah. Unless you trip over a treetop, I suppose. That could happen. So we're booking it. So you book it. You, you, you make a run. Let's get there. Now, you said it was on fire. Uh, it's on fire, but the fire is quickly put out. Okay. Um, but the the, the sn- it's, it's no longer roaring. It's more of a snarling. It's something like they got the uh, <coughs> the cat caged. And right. um, when you break when you break the clearing, you see there's four men uh, armed with pikes, and they're um, they're kind of poking the cat back out of the encampment. And the cat doesn't seem to be wanting to leave. It keeps making swipes and trying to figure out how it can get past the uh, past the reach of the pikes. So, this cat is what attacked the place, it looks like? Yes, it is a saber-toothed tiger. Good gosh, ma'am. Are they indigenous to Barovia? Uh, as far as you're... No, no. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, Does anyone have a freeze spell or something that would incapacitate this cat from a distance? If I could use my sleep. 90 foot range. One there animation. you go. Would help for a minute, and then they could tie it up. Mm-hmm. I'll see what else. It's just a level first spell. Can I use sleep on the cat? You can try to, yeah. Uh, do I, I have to roll to hit with that? I believe it's a save. You, you have a, uh, a certain amount of hit dice you can use. Yeah. I have in my notes, see player handbook, page 276. So I'm going to wing it here quickly because I don't have the spell description. Here we go. Okay. <coughs> Sleep. Sorry, folks. I haven't cast this one yet. This uh, one action, 90 foot. One minute. Roll 5d8. The total is how okay. many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. All right. Go for it. And Are you going to cast it at a higher level or... I'll say you've got all you got. Or you can maximize it. Yeah. Um, you can maximize it or enlarge it. You could twin it, put them to sleep, and make them snore. Uh-huh. Uh, I think if I just roll it as a third level spell, that would give me five, seven, ninety-eights of hit points worth of creature. Uh, so if I empower it, what does that do? Let me. I can't remember all my stuff. Empowering, which is the. It's it's not. We don't want to twin it because twin is for two targets. Empower, reroll the damage die up to Christmas modifier. That's not going to help because this isn't really damage die, right? It was still you're still rolling a dice. Mm-hmm. I would still allow it because you're you're trying to reach its hit point total. Okay, in that case, I will empower it. Well, crap! You're taking too long. I okay, fireball the I'm cat. I'm good. Uh, eight, eleven, thirteen. 17, 21, 28, 33, 35, and 37 on the first go. Okay. And then empowering means I get to re-roll the number of damage dies up to my... So I could re-roll four of the... Oh, I didn't, this is hard. You, this didn't, is you didn't keep track of it. I didn't keep track. All right, let me do this again. Go All right, this is really exciting for the people at home. So I think I'll talk in flower voice while I, like I do numbers. this. Yeah. All right. You need to keep track of these numbers. All right. Here's my charisma modifier is so plus four. So I can reroll four of these. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a fun game of this, everyone. Ready? So, Thielen, you know the light of Paylor shines on small Just go ahead and uh, roll it, and I'll, I'll record it and add it up for you, okay? Right. I roll nine, I think. Because, okay, right. ready? Four. Use the voice. Eight. Use the voice. Four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Six. Good catch. Five. Five. Seven. Man, Seven. I might not have to re-roll too many of these. Yeah. Two. Seven. Seven. That's I mean, that is nine. Okay. So, so you have a... I see, that's what I below four? Twenty... 31, 40, 47. All right. I want to re-roll anything below four. All right. So you have a, you a single two. Die. That was it. A two and two fours. Three fours. Three, three fours. fours. Yeah. All right. All right. The two is a one, and I have to use it. <laughs> okay. You how, want many, to re-roll how many total do I have? You now have uh, 46. 46. And I have no idea how many... All right, I'm going to re-roll the fours just to take a chance. Oh, my. <laughs> We're gambling, folks. What's a number? Five. All right. Three. Yeah. And three. So that did not help. And so not you right. reduced it by one. Last chance. Here, let me just see. Benlock. Benlock. Wouldn't probably help me. And Tides of Chaos. Wouldn't. All right, I think I got to go with that. So does that mean it doesn't fall asleep? It does not fall asleep if you, if you do not get its hit point, di- <laughs> hit point total. I mean, I could add a D4 using Ben Luck, I think, but that doesn't really do anything. Can I hit him with Magic Missile and do some damage? Uh, <laughs> to take actually, him down below? I want you to roll me a D20, please. A D20? Can I, can I do enough damage to take him below his hit point total? Uh, 10. Okay. You're going to turn into a plant. 48? That wasn't it? Jesus. I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think I can do anything else meaningful. 
right. I could get advantage on you know Tides of Chaos on any attack roll, ability check, or savings throw, but that's not really what that is. That's not really what you're doing here now. Um, ba, 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 All right. Ba, so, ba, do you guys ba, wish ba, to go into initiative? Um, is the cat hurt? Should I heal it? Uh, the I'm cat kidding. does appear to be stabbed a few times. Yes. Um, Why would you heal the cat? It was, it was a joke. Yeah. I said I was kidding twice. I can't think of any. So that means I'm not kidding because I think I negated it, but now I am. Uh, are we going to do, do we? Does it look like it could be subdued without having to go into combat? Would be the question. As far and as uh, at this point, let's just say it. it uh, crouches down and pounces and is, a- is able to uh, eviscerate a gentleman before they're able to get their pikes back up and surround it again. Well then, I suppose we should step in and help. Mm-hmm. Let us do that. Right. Some initiative, please, sir. May Lord guide us to take this devil beast down. I see a crouching tiger. Do you want a hidden dragon? Wait you for that. Initiative? Yes. 18. I roll okay for initiative. I have 13 again. And the cat? 19. So the cat, Teelan, Calvin, and then me. Right. The cat will take down another of the Vistani. That's a bad thing. Okay. Cal- uh, Teelan. Um. A fireball would probably do too much splash damage to the Vistani and yeah. us. Yeah, uh, that would probably be a, a detrimental thing okay. to our health. Uh, I'm going to throw... Do it. A third-level chromatic orb of l- lightning damage. All right, go for it. You can't have lightning without light. Go Mother, I love wasting third-level spell slots. Just yeah. love it. I rolled a three on the die. Well, you give yourself advantage. Yeah. Uh, uh, Punk? Uh, I don't know if I have any... Uh, let's say I have You don't a need a sorcery point for it. For, oh, I just have to use your... Right. Okay. Use that. Use your Tides of Chaos. Chaos by rolling it. Oh, it fell on the floor. It would have been a 17 on the die. Oh. Instead, it is 11 plus... My modifier is like 7, I think. Okay. Uh, let me double check that. It should be. Yep, so, so it is 18. 18 hit. will hit. Excellent. Go ahead and roll on the um, Wild Surge. Yep, please. Uh, I'm up. Whoa, did I just roll the same thing? 41? Is that possible? You had 42 last time. 42 last time. Yes. Okay. It's really close. Yeah. All right. Looking it up. One You're going second. to turn into a non-potted plant. And while you do that, I'm going to do 5d8 of damage with the chromatic orb. 41, you turn into a potted plant. Still the no same way. one? Yep. Same thing? 41 and 42. 41 and 42. Do I get to do my damage first? Because the spell's nope. off. No. It surges Be- before the spell goes? Yep. You lose the spell. Well, crap! <laughs> All right. Because nah. you're granting yourself advantage, and I'm giving it back to you instantly so that I can use the wild magic surge. Motherfuck this chromatic orb spell. I ain't doing that <laughs> shit no more. <laughs> Sorry, kids, if you're listening at home. Your parents shouldn't be letting you listen to me. I'm a goddamn flower. Seriously, turn uh, this off. Mickey, who's up next? You. Oh, hey. Calvin's Mickey looks disgusted. Next. Like, her, you know, like one of her friends has turned into a potted plant or something. <laughs> no, just you. Golly. Are you like a Venus flytrap? This wicked sucks. No, I'm just like a shitty little fern. <laughs> I... <laughs> Let's try, um, uh, there was enough fire here already, so fire is probably not a good thing, so let's just go with, uh, Guiding Bolt again. Or, hold on, uh, Noctara, will you be going to hit this thing with your sword? Mm-hmm. Go, Baylor. I'm going to use the Warding Bond on Noctara this time. Why doesn't okay. someone just throw me at this thing? Just throw me at it. Just so put me out of my misery. So I, I reach a gentle hand to Noctra's shoulder, and the light of Paylor links us. And ew. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not ewy. It's light. And it's nighttime, so it probably looks cool. It's sparkly. You sparkle. How about that? <laughs> um, and I urge you to battle. Go. Advantage? What, what, no, what it will mean is during this time, you get a plus one to AC and saving throws. And any damage you take is cut in half, uh, but I take an equal amount. Okay. 
Hey, am I sparkling? Am I sparkling here? Because I want to fight. With the left leaf. I got to swing my hairy steaming at him. <laughs> 18. 18 to hit. That will hit. And da, 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 da. I was thinking how I could help protect you better. And since you were already down seven and then you fell and stuff. Yeah. I might as well reduce the amount of damage you take. And I am at full hit points, so I can help with that. It's not. Um, it is not an undead. So it doesn't take the extra D8. I can't help you at all because I'm a plant. You Maybe you if can- you were catnip. You, uh, yeah. Oh. You a catnip. Oh, maybe it's just going to come pee on me. <laughs> Eight. Your potted catnip. So am I like... Fourteen. Fourteen? Hey, Dungeon Master guy, am I like a little regular sized potted plant, or am I like a six-foot-tall potted plant? You're like a six-foot-tall potted plant. Oh, I'm a big plant. I like you said potted. Potted. That's good. I got a potty mouth. It <laughs> <He> does. <laughs> Um, the top of the order is the cat. All right. The cat is going to uh, pounce on you. May Lord protect you, child. What? I got a plus two AC as well, right? Plus one to your AC. And if you have to make any saving throws, you get a plus one to that as well. Um, I do not, though, believe that a 16 will connect. That's correct. So that is its turn. Um, it bounces off of the sparkle. Teelan. At the, the end of his turn, gone. he turns back into a. I think the plant person. was at the beginning of his turn. No? And I thought. The oh no! You're right. Plan, beginning. The beginning. Yep. Was the end. Uh, yep. You're right. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably still feel a little green or Shake something. Shake that off. I could imagine. I don't want to waste any more spell slots. So I'm just going to magic missile. Okay. <laughs> I like spinning around. Like, where is he? Where is he? Because magic missile can't miss. So I'm like. Whoa. There we go. All right, so that's, uh, right? I don't even have to aim it. I no longer feel rooted in a pot. Oh, I just, oh, wow. I feel so much more civilized. In a pot. And well-spoken now. (laughs) Uh, Are you saying people with those kinds of accents are civilized or well-spoken? That's not what he said. Don't start shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what kind of accent do you think I'm doing? Which one? The Kurt one or the crappy Boston, New York one? That one? (laughs) Don't start shit. One, three, four is seven, plus one is eight. And, man, I got to remember. It's one D4 plus one for three missiles. Right, right. But the the power is a sorcery uh, point. So, at this point, I have one sorcery point left. I'm not going to wait it. So, I just did the uh, one. Eight total. Okay. Next is, I believe, Calvin. Correct. I will. I will use a um, a spell of guiding bolt again. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. So I have to cast it at a higher level. So let's do it that way. Um, because I'm hoping we get to sleep soon. I will cast it at the, my full might. And this will be first a, an attack of 16. 16 will not connect. But uh, what about if I say a higher number? Oh, what? Uh, oh, can you say a higher number? Because if not, I, I'm But I'd be luck. lying. Uh, can you I, help me not lie? My last two sorcery points, Ben Luck. Okay. Target creature has a bonus or penalty of 1d4 on any attack roll, ability check, or savings roll. All right, let's try this. And I'm out of sorcery points. I have a three to add to that. So, so that makes it a 19. Yes. That will connect. 19 hits. Well done, Teelan. The light of Baylor definitely guides you to help me. And I have now, this is actually um, six, a six-sided dice. How come dice. he never says, Teelan, your awesomeness <laughs> helps me? How come it's always Baylor? 18, and five is 23, and three is 26. Radiant 26. Damage. Because you may not believe in Paylord, but Paylord believes in you. <laughs> and it is his light that guides your hand to help me. <coughs> and uh, it yowls in pain, and uh, I believe that's Noctra up next. Yes, and With now, advantage on her attack roll. Yes, you have advantage on your attack roll against... You know what you do with advantage? You power attack. What you got to say to that? So that's minus 10? Minus 5. Minus 5 to do plus 10. 
Heck yeah. Let's go back to my little. Doo, doo, doo. Is that a once? No, it's a paladin thing. It's a feat. It's a paladin thing. You wouldn't understand. No, no, I know, but can you do it every turn or once per rest? Or? Every turn. Every turn. Yeah. It's every attack. It's impose, it imposes its own penalty, though, so it allows you to use it whenever you want. Attack it with that brilliant sword of light you found. The plus two is already in the nine, so that's yes. 18 plus one is 19 minus five, 14. Whale it. Wouldn't hit. Whale it. What did you roll? A nine. Well, you have advantage. Did you have advantage? Well. Roll again. That's one. That's okay. what I'm saying. Did yeah, that, that one, one hit? Not. It did not hit. So I roll again. And this time it's a 13 on the die. Plus, nine, plus 10, 23 minus 5, 18. 18 will hit. So that one hit. Go Pelo. So now roll your 30 dice. So now I roll so this. So I painted the target and you hit it. It's still this 2d6, but instead of 2d6 plus, plus 1d8, 16. No. no, no, it's just 2d6, 2D6 and plus, plus 10, 10 plus, plus 6. 6. So it's 2d6 plus 16. Yeah, that's a bunch. Uh, so it's what is that, 9? Yeah, so that's 25 damage, 9 plus 16. Yeah, and three hit points. Oh, shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks up. It's dead. Picks its head off. Cuts its head off. I always wanted a fur coat. Mm-hmm. It's a saber-toothed tiger. You can make a shawl, like a wrap out of this. You could. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. All right, assess the damage in the camp. Find the elder. The Yeah, whoever. Who's, who's in charge of this joint? Now, this is not the same crew that we spent the night with with Madame Ava. Is it, it is not. This is a entirely new, um, and uh, gentleman stands up. I run this joint. My name is Luvash. Who are you, interlopers? Interlopers? I think we just saved your bacon. I will cast Revivify on the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then write STFU on the side of it. <laughs> but but um, not. He's an older man. Uh, he's got studded leather armor. Um, and... Uh, Excuse me. He carries a whip on his hip. Seems like you're kind of guy, Dylan. So why is he being hostile to us if we just saved him from the cat? I said interloper, but that's just, yeah, he's very harsh. Right, right. Well, we heard screams, and uh, the Vistani have been kind to us before we came to help. We appreciate it, but you've taken the glory of the kill from us. I can fix Do you that. want? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the cat had killed several of your men. Uh, yeah, I would, I would seek to aid them, uh, the ones that had been knocked down while they're having the conversation. Are you going to revivify? Um, I, I mean, I only have a single level three spell slot, so I could cast it once, but I would try to help them in however okay. way I could while uh, they're having the conversation. There, there is one that is dead dead. The others are bleeding out. Okay. So stabilize the ones that you can. So help. you could you could run around with lay on hands. I could lay on. Sta- I could touch them else. while you revivify. Okay. I, I could also cast. I'll just a, stand there looking pretty. If that's the case, I could cast a mass healing spell, which would actually help uh, her as well. So six creatures in range can regain some hit points. There you go. There we go. So I will use that. So you're able to basically heal the camp, and there's there is one dead gentleman now. Okay. Um, and you can get back a D four plus seven. I don't know how many you were down. Seven. Well, Plus, then that's minus, it. minus my seven. So look at that. <laughs> nice. 1d4 plus seven. That's ten. I'm back at full. Well, there you go. Minus seven. Minus seven. Close seven. enough. Right. Awesome. So uh, can we ask him what, what happened? Like, where did it... We don't know. This cat came out of the woods and it just attacked us. Randomly? Randomly. Barovia is a strange land. I've never seen this thing before. What do you call this? Sabertooth tiger. What do I call it? I call it a coat. What do you call it when it's still alive? A sabertooth tiger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and... Uh, She's a man of few words. <laughs> you know, it's... I think we're safe now. It's the middle of the night. Uh, we cannot go back into town. Is there any chance we could have a tent or at least a place by the fire? 
yeah, you can you can use uh, one of the hovels over here, and uh, he shows you um, the area. Not it, it's no longer you know under attack. And switching maps, we get to see it. No, you don't. No, I lied. you don't. I hey, thought I had it loaded. Is. I lied. Well, but so, so it's this is what it looks like on my book. Aha. Uh-huh. There's Circular. houses around. Um, Stony Cap. Okay. And so he's like, you know, one of those is vacant. Um, but I must ask for a favor. It, that wouldn't be too much. My daughter Me? is missing. Would you? You've already helped us once. Could I entreat you to help us again? You've just got to convince this guy to put it in our quest log. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did she go missing, and from where? Uh, she left our camp, and I have not seen her since. How old is your daughter? She is seven. Doctora? Seven? What does she she look like? She is short. Um, Very beautiful, long brown hair. Does she look like the one that we saw in the church? No? No. Okay. We'll keep our eyes open. She goes by the name Arabelle. We'll keep our eyes open for Arabelle. How long has she been missing from your camp? About three days now. Three days. You have not gone to find her yourself. We, I cannot find her. I have sent everybody that I have. That's why this cat was able to rampage through us. Everybody that I have under my command is out looking for her. I have um, come back just to rest. Just because there's been some really crazy crap going on, uh, Calvin will kind of subtly go over to the cat and watch to see if it changes into a seven-year-old girl with long brown hair. Interesting. Okay, no. Okay. Because <laughs> that's the kind of crap we've been dealing with. There's been guys who have turned into ravens who carry around paladins and stuff. So, yeah. And um, you're going around healing, and uh, you get to one uh, gentleman who's laying there, and he's got, uh, like, his... he just got gashes all through his skin. And uh, you go to heal him, and... Uh, Luvash, the Bastani, he goes, no, do not heal him. Why not? He deserves everything he gets. What if he makes it, he makes it. Do not heal him. What does that even mean? He was the one that was responsible for watching my daughter. Uh, but you don't know if it could have been a mistake. He could have just not, looked away. Do not step into our business, lady. Please do not heal him. Instead of laying on hands, I lay on like one hand. <laughs> I lay on little finger. Little finger. And okay. just a little bit of healing. So Ara- his daughter is Arabelle? Arabelle, yes. missing for three days. And I want to heal him just enough so he can feel guilt. Um, so do we get to rest now or do we have anything else to learn from them during this You can rest here now. Night conversation. Yeah, I feel very drained. Oh, yeah. And very tired. I actually got to the point where I only had two spells left. Two. Level two spells. Two. I had spells but slinging. No sorcery's point points. And you know, it's weird because I really anticipated this character being up there using the hand axe that I still haven't swung yet, I don't think. Um, well, so I had some, been different. some spells left because multiple times I was about to cast one and I turned into a plant. A potted plant. <laughs> a potted plant. With That's a foul crazy. potty mouth. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Who tells children not to listen. Um, and um, that night, uh, I want each of you to make a uh, saving throw for me. Okay. A wisdom saving throw. Oh. While you're sleeping. Alright. Oh my, I rolled a two, but at least I get to add seven to that. Nine. Twelve. I rolled a seventeen, and I don't think I have a modifier, but I'm just double checking. Uh, no. So seventeen. Seventeen, okay. Uh, you two, uh, when you wake up, you feel a very strong uh, urge to visit uh, Strahd. So about do I have any wounds lizard. on my neck? No, but you do feel a compulsion. This isn't something you can resist. About that other dinner invitation, 
I am feeling he could cook a better pheasant than the lady. Okay. And with that... So the compulsion even higher than wanting to go check to see that the kids were actually free yep. last night. Okay. Like nothing else is... Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And presumably I will not be stopping them, so we'll be... Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess this is important. All right. Yeah, screw the seven-year-old kid that went missing. Go, Pedro. All right, so we'll uh, pack up our bags, take leave of the Vistani, and start to head for Castle In the morning, yep. Yeah. All right, that seems like it may be a good place to Wherever the invitation end. was sending us. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you for another, listening to another edition of our Curse of Strahd adventure. I hope you're enjoying it. Please join us next week. And let us know what you think. Email us. Yes, adventuresfromtheshed at gmail.com. And a quick thanks to Colin for emailing us again. We got an email from him appreciating the um, game from scratch that we did. And that he was also able to, to do something similar with his own gaming group. So thanks again, Colin, for sending that email out. And we love getting them. But for now, we're going to sign off and say... Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Sorry about the swearing. Peanuts. Noctra, Talon, and Calvin learn of the Were-Raven clan, the Keepers of the Feather, and how they have been watching the group. They dine with Lady Voctra and are later awakened by screams from the Vestani camp. They run to the rescue. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.